Want five-star service from a financial institution you can trust? Whitney Bank has you covered with nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South. So stop by today. Learn more at HancockWhitney.com. Member FDIC. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. To succeed in business and pretty much every other pursuit in life requires dedication, commitment, persistence, and hard work. It also takes the courage to occasionally put everything about your work life to one side and forget about the whole thing. To do something completely different, to give yourself a break. Today I'm going to introduce you to two people whose business it is to help you do just that. Keely Crowder does a job that you might have thought was killed off by the internet. Keely is a travel agent. Or more accurately, she describes herself as a luxury travel advisor. Keeley's company, Travel Like a Diva, caters to specialty travelers looking for that awesome vacation filled with unique and authentic experiences that'll be the lifetime envy of all your Facebook friends. Keeley, welcome down to lunch. Thank you. Now, you can't take a vacation every month, but at least in New Orleans, you can find an excuse to throw a party or find a party to get invited to. One of the decorations that have become staples at kids' parties are helium-filled balloons that say things like, Happy Birthday and Yay, I'm Five. Desiree Ontiveros has taken the kids' party balloon concept and adapted it for people young at heart. Desiree's company, Badass Balloon Co., makes balloons with sayings not suitable for public radio. Some of the tamer ones I can tell you about are Better a Year Older Than a Month Late, uh, party on, bitches, and a get-well balloon that says, it can't always be champagne, cocaine, and hookers. Oh, boy. Desiree, welcome down to lunch. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to this now. Now, now Keely and Desiree, both of you left other occupations behind to start your new companies. Uh, Desiree, you were a successful publicist and stylist in London, Los Angeles, and New York. Keely, you were a successful civil engineer. What you're doing now obviously sounded more attractive to both of you than what you were doing in your previous occupations. I'm wondering though if running a business that looks like fun and is about fun is actually fun or whether it turns out to be more work and less glamour than it might appear from the outside. Keely, let's start with you. You book people on adventurous and luxurious vacations. Are you stuck in the office dealing with demanding clients and people in foreign countries at inconvenient time zones, or do you get to go to all these exotic places and do all these exotic things yourself? Well, I, I do try to lay eyes on many of the properties that I'm uh, partnered with. Do you do like early reconnaissance, that kind of thing? Well, no, the, many of the hotels have been a around you know, much, much longer than I've been in the <laughs> business. Um, and I do try to meet my on-site partners. I have on-site partners in 400 countries. So I wow. am traveling. That's a lot of friends. I am traveling quite a bit. Um, but at the same time, I'm working more than I ever worked at my conventional job. But I'm now really, really enjoying my work. 
um, loving it, actually. Where is this company? Yeah, Uptown New Orleans. Ah. I, I work out of my home. Really? Yes. God, that is great. And and it says travel like a diva. Is it all women? No, actually, it's funny. Um, women come to me you know, live or through networking, and men come to me over the internet. Um, so when when somebody reaches out to me via email or through Virtuoso, many times it's a husband wanting a Caribbean vacation or... Away from his wife? <laughs> or is that how this goes? There's all, many times he hasn't cleared it, uh, in which case I know it's not going forward and I send him back to get permission. <laughs> but, um, or a honeymoon. Honeymoons t come to me on Monday mornings and you know it's the first thing that needs to be checked off and generally through, you know, through email, I'll get a request. Do people so. give you, uh, not a choice, but some ideas they're looking at and you help them fine-tune it a bit? And oft often they've attempted to do it on their own and decided they either just don't want to deal with it or they can't figure out the logistics and just want to hand it over. What do you think you bring to the table that a traditional travel agent doesn't? Um, I don't really book the transactional, you know, I'm just going to give you an airplane ticket right. type travel. What we'll, we'll do is a complete itinerary and we specialize it. Um, and I just did a Greek honeymoon where the bride was deathly afraid of heights. So we brought everything. And feta cheese, which was a lot <laughs> of fun, We brought everything to sea level. We did a lot of boating. Um, we made sure she wasn't up on a cliff in Santorini. So just, <laughs> and you, we can custom, you know, we can customize in so many different directions. Culinary is very popular. Um, each location, we can just take the interests of the clients and, and play to that. Now, Desiree, Badass Balloon Co. seems like one of those ideas someone comes up with in a bar after a few drinks. But in the cold light of day, nobody takes it seriously. But the difference between successful entrepreneurs and the rest of us is often the determination to actually do something that everyone else dismisses as just a crazy idea. One of the biggest hurdles to making this crazy idea work in the real world, though, must be how to market something that's, frankly, adult-only. Uh, an equivalent product might be the provocative t-shirts that are sold in the French Quarter, but you don't see them anywhere above Canal Street. Of course, the internet is the obvious place, but how are you doing it? How are you finding a market for badass balloons? That's a great question, and um, to be honest, I never really honed in on the idea of finding a very specific market. I knew that my friends would like it. <laughs> I knew that you knew know, there were people, probably other people like that. People like me would like it, and so um, you know, when I did all of these balloons and I um, and I first started off, I actually took them to Piety Street Market, and uh, that was my very first place that I did a little bit of. What was the um, reaction? At first, you know, it was kind of the thing where people just pass by and they're like, "Oh, balloons." And then I would see them with their like head turned, walking, still walking away, and then they'd stop, and they'd do a full turn, and they'd walk back up to the table, and um, and they just flew. People were just like, "These are hilarious," and they flew, and I was like, "I, okay, I thought so, but good to know, good to know that everyone else thinks so as well." And um, and then after that, it was just a matter of time before you know everyone just started taking them everywhere like there was the first sort of adopters and uh, who are kind of just have that confidence they're like this is funny I like it I'm gonna do it and then there's other people who were like well I'm only gonna buy one and then give it to my very best friend and see how they respond and then once they realize that most people respond the way that um, you know you should which is this is awesome <laughs> um, they just kind of eventually uh, everyone started 
jumping on the train. So what does, what is it, what does the uh, a transaction look like? Somebody uh, contacts you and you just bring a, a big bunch of balloons to the event? Is that it? Or? I don't know. So I don't do delivery. Because people we don't have their own helium. They, you no, know they what? <laughs> they don't have their own helium. Um, there's two ways to do that. There's a, most places, most party city or any party store um, will fill them. Some of my uh, my retail partners um, have helium tanks, like Peaches Records Uptown yeah. and Sweet Pea and Tulip in the Quarter have helium tanks to do that. And um, other than that, a really great way to do it is to, most people use them for Instagram props. I mean, my social media, I don't know if you guys have had a peek, but my social media is pretty, pretty cute. And a lot of it is user-generated content um, because of the fact that people just have the best time with them and they usually put them on balloon sticks, which we also sell balloon sticks. So we also sell balloon accessories. We sell LED lights to stick in the balloons if you're gonna do a nighttime event. Um, we also have balloon sticks so you don't have to actually use the helium. Um, you could just blow them up yourself and tie them and use them like in photo booth props and things <laughs> of that nature. So. Yeah, so they're kind of... Well, um, sometimes Grant and I sit together and we're uh, trying to figure out what should go on this show. What do you, where does the creativity come for you? Are you, <laughs> you sit alone in a bar and just think of things <laughs> you'd like to say to people? Um, a lot of it comes from sort of just like, just keeping an ear out and listening. It's like a lot of eavesdropping. You hear people in conversation and they say some of the, they say some of the darndest things. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> There's... <a> <laughs> And um, and it's really great, but a lot of inspiration really genuinely comes from a lot of my friends. Um, you know, we've had some pretty fun times, a lot of really great travels um, to various places and get ourselves into, you know, just the funniest predicaments. And so a lot of those types of things just sort of come Mad from that. Madcap fun ensues. That, yeah. Uh, they, uh, yeah. Now, Keely, you gave up a career an engineering career, and there's a shortage of engineers, and and uh, you obviously could, you know, get a, earn a lot of money doing that. Uh, what made you do this? Oh, and do you, did your do your parents know? Do you <laughs> as, uh, after they paid for all that they, schooling? They have figured it out. <laughs> um, well, I was spending all of my free time traveling, and I my path into travel was a little a little odd. I I started traveling on frequent flyer miles, and then I found an online community and we were figuring out how to get ourselves around the world on on miles and then I started going to the little get-togethers around the country where we discussed miles and I got used to business class and <laughs> I was spending all of my time traveling in one manner of the uh, or the other and I thought that the the name came from thinking I would go down this route of becoming a miles blogger and I sort of, I, uh. I tapped into um, the luxury travel advisor and just took that turn and just love it. Just so um, that that name was actually with the yeah tied to the previous idea. And you know it was it, you know, a lot of the domain was available and <laughs> that, that's where really the name came from. Wow! But it's um, and Desiree, you on the flip side, you you just always knew. Um, funny things to say to people and you thought you'd get in this business? I get, you know what, not at all. Not at all, really? <laughs> you not at all. Um, about a year ago, I had foot surgery and we were actually um, planning a friend's bachelorette party. And so I knew that I was going to be in sort of this um, very chic boot because I... Oh, yeah, it yeah, was sure. extremely chic. I feel like all the hipsters started wearing boots Even without broken feet. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was, no, uh, it was. I was like, I see you in your surgical shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, um, um, so everyone was very busy. I wasn't working. I was, you know, out. My foot was up, and uh, and 
they were kind of like, hey, can you be in charge of merchandising? <laughs> you know, merchandise for the for the event. You know, yeah. we're a little, you know, we're older, and we don't do you know pink fluffy things and you know right. little. Oh, the bachelorette little. part is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yes, we don't do those types no, of things. Good, you good. know, no sashes, yeah. no little um, penis straws. You know, right, we're very right. very think, over that. You know, we're a lot. You know. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I kind of sat at home, basically figuring out. You know, we came up with a concept, something really funny that was very, you know, in, into us, uh, us girls, or as friends. And then I started looking at all the surfaces I could put it on. Oh, I could make a T-shirt. I can make a tote bag. I can make a hat. Mm, I can right. make all these things. And the thing is that everyone had pitched in money, you know, for for that. And balloons were one of the things that I was like, oh, balloons would be so cute. There's two things that I realized with balloons. Um, number one. They are extremely expensive to produce in small runs. In terms of so, the printing? Yes. Yeah. So to produce cut like small run balloons, like for instance, what I would have wanted to do is produce 25 balloons for each of us kind of right. thing, you know, for all, for all my friends. Um, it would have been the same cost to buy the hats that I ended up oh. designing and, and creating. And now we still have that hat and we, everyone still kind of wears it and, you know, brings back, throws it back to the, to the old memories of the bachelorette party. But um, it was definitely something that kind of stayed in my head. And so as I, um, after the bachelorette party, we came up with some really funny things that we did, which is some of the slogans that go on there. And, um, and I kind of revisited it and figured out, you know, did a little bit of math, you know. Yeah. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for a really long time, so I've written several business plans. And I was like, let's just see how financially viable something like this is. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Desiree Ontiveros from Badass Balloons, the specialty adult balloon company, and luxury travel advisor, Keely Crowder. Keely, I just have to ask you another question, though. How do you compete with the traditional travel agent seems to be going by the, the wayside, uh, and you're dealing, you're kind of going against the internet. How, how do people find you? Um, well, I'm part of a consortia. Now, um, I, I saw that name, Virtuoso. Virtuoso. And these generally um, clients who are looking at Virtuoso are looking at a higher level luxury travel product. They're looking for complete itineraries. Um, they're not looking to make travel arrangements on their own. Right. Um, they, and you know, as being part of the consortia, we've got, I've got my on-site partners and I've got my hotel partners and generally when I put something together, the, the price may not compete with an internet price, but what's included will be far and above. Their breakfasts will be included. Their, you know, there may be dinners included in their itineraries. They'll be met by, um, you know, transfer drivers. Sure, you yeah. know you're going to have, you know, a luxury vehicle from and the well, airport to the hotel. How do you make your money? Like, where, um, what aspect do you, are you able to get a fee out of? Is so, it I, I charge fees for custom itineraries, okay. and then there's, um, in part, some commissions associated with the products. With the, like the hotel and the airline, things exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. And of course, Desiree, I have to ask you, where do you make your money? Now I'm a little concerned about this answer, but go ahead. The, there's <laughs> a, that's why I started with <laughs> No, absolutely. Um, it's just, uh, we have really good profit margins because of the fact that we, we make such large runs. So it kind of goes back to what I was talking about. To make a small run of 25, you know, is a very, very expensive. But while, when I'm running, 10,000 balloons, 20,000 wow. balloons, you know, I'm able to, to, to do that. And then I pass the savings obviously on to the end user. So do people want them customized. 
Um, I do get a lot of, I, I do get some questions. Like, I've got something about... even nastier than you, Desiree, something like that. Okay, so like that's that. the thing. So it's not necessarily people want them customized. Um, people want to, are always sharing their ideas. Imagine the Matrix now if you put them in Absolutely. three different languages. Oh, no, Some Absolutely. of these things would look awesome in Italian, by the way. We, I think um, well, I mean, we ship worldwide, and you'll be very surprised in the places that we actually do ship to. And I think that, you know, um, you know I speak Spanish, and... The difference is that, you know, so for instance, is that I know what the colloquial words would be. And so that's going to be the, the trick if if and when I start to expand into foreign languages is that it's very easy to go into Google Translate, but that's not really how people speak there. So it's really understanding the colloquial street slang and things like that because that's what happens. Oh, that's right. These are. these are idioms, really. Aren't yes, they? absolutely. Yeah. So I actually have a lot of foreign people who don't really understand certain things because there are a lot of them are pop culture references yeah. too, right? And so they kind of don't really understand what that means. Um, you know, even here in New Orleans, when I first started, I took it to a friend who English is a second language. <laughs> he was kind of like, what does this mean? And I was like, oh, goodness. I, I messed right. up. I messed That's up, right. you know, and then like I Like in England, they have our yeah. language, but like Free Willy would mean an entirely different thing. It would totally That's, mean uh, Free Willy. That is. Now, Keely, what about, I'll ask you both, actually. Are you having more fun than you used to have? I'm having the time of my life. This is <laughs> <laughs> you were building bridges or something, weren't you? As a civil engineer, what did you do? You know, it's funny because I, I specialized in water resources and worked the gambit from municipal to coastal type work. And I thought I was done, but I, you know, that test is not something I ever want to retake again. So I'm maintaining my license, and I have to do my continuing ed training and I wanted something that I could at least apply in this new oh, yeah. um, vocation. So I'm I'm studying sustainability and I am just now starting to develop a portfolio of sustainable travel products. So oh, even right. though I thought I was done with it, nice um, segue. you know, I there you know, there are hotels developing um, being like built with water filtration systems. So you no longer go through so many plastic bottles and um, Almost you know, ecotourism. I'm leaning in. I'm yeah, leaning in. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping to. I'm, I'm hoping to have a nice um, folder in a couple years of, you know, conscious travel. Desiree, are you having more fun than you did in your previous occupation? I'm having a different kind of fun. You know, right. um, my previous occupation required a lot of travel. Um, which was amazing because I got to go to some really cool places and things like that, but I was never home. And so it's really nice to be in New Orleans, have created this really lovely sort of environment for myself and created this sort of like little bubble. Like New Orleans is such a great place to have this. And it's always a good time in New Orleans. Like we're always having fun. We're always eating, we're always drinking. And so it's like I'm breathing and living the life of the brand. And so it's uh, it's it's really nice. It's just, it, it's a different type of fun but it yes. makes sense that this balloon company is out of absolutely it will it always be no matter <laughs> what happens people are like are you what if you had what if you got to go live here and i'm like i would not i would never take this away from you no office. this doesn't look never. like something in cleveland no no they uh they <laughs> i wouldn't go to cleveland uh, by the way either. where are you both originally from <laughs> new orleans yeah, yeah i'm from los angeles oh ah, all right yeah well, we're glad to have you and Thank glad you, you. stayed. This <laughs> Sometimes you're tempted to think that every good idea in the world has already been thought up and there's nothing new under the sun. The next time you think that, remember badass balloons and travel like a diva. Keely, Desiree, you've taken what seemed like dreams or crazy notions and turned them into successful businesses and great lives for yourselves. Congratulations on your successes. 
so far, and we look forward to seeing where you take both of your companies over the next couple of years. Uh, thank you both for taking the time to join me on Out to Lunch. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Keely Crowder, founder and owner of Travel Like a Diva, and Desiree Ontiveros, founder and owner of Badass Balloon Company. You can find out more about Keeley's Vacations and Desiree's Balloons by following the links on our websites. It's neworleans.com and wwno.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher is Matthew Ellison. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music in Out to Lunch. Mitch's music is available wherever great jazz is sold, streamed, or stolen. And at MitchellForeman.com. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, and yes, Desiree did bring those balloons, uh, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. The photos were taken today by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers' Comp. Want five-star service from a financial institution you can trust? Whitney Bank has you covered with nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South. So stop by today. Learn more at HancockWhitney.com. Member FDIC.